Welcome to selfdiscoveryradio.com where the orchard of wisdom is just ready for picking. We celebrate your why, the journey that you've taken that inspires someone else. We support your services. We support your story. Come and be our guest. Become a host. Be an author with us. Come see what we've got. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another show of Channeling Ascensions. My co-host, Christina Hill, and her wonderful Othello, her beautiful divine spirit that chooses to come and speak at any time. We never know when, but she'll let us know when she wants her presence known. And a repeat guest with me, and delighted to have him on here with us today, Robert O'Williams, former beach boy, but heart extraordinaire explorer now with this heart book heart app and also of the wonderful water program he has 108 we'll touch on all of that but i have done i think is it three or four shows with you now robert so we talk about all of that there and please please go back and listen to some of those shows because you will be blown away by what he's achieved over the last 17 18 years where it takes our planet it was Earth Day yesterday, um, so we have this wonderful law of ecocide going out, which gives us the right to fight for our planet, and he is certainly doing his bit um, with not only the consciousness of the planet with our heart, but also with this beautiful water, and I really would love you to go back and listen to those shows and hear what he has there for you. But today it is about forgiveness. Mm big word a lot of people i don't want to forgive they hurt me it's all their fault well folks you know before you go looking forgiveness elsewhere or even having to give forgiveness elsewhere it starts with self there's always something that we've done something that we've said something that we felt that we feel guilty about or just carry a heavy heart that self-forgiveness is something that we need to do in order to actually have the courage the strength and the knowledge of how to forgive someone else It doesn't mean you condone an act, but it does mean that you let the pain and those grasps of that that pain, um, you release it from you. So forgiveness is something that we need to do in our own lives um, Mm -hmm. for this planet. And uh, it's the deep breath that we all need to take. Right, Christina? Oh, I couldn't agree more. And thank you both, Sarah and Robert, for, for coming here. Full energy, open heart space. And we're diving into something as, as significant as forgiveness. I think it does begin with the breath. We can begin with a breath to breathe in the pain, right? To be present in the heart center because it really comes there. I mean, at least for me, I find when we're talking about forgiveness of self, I can feel that generating those, percolating that energy in that space. And then we breathe into that space. And that can be the start of our forgiveness. So mm-hmm. it's right there with the, with the breath coming in. And that right there, that, that intention in the breath, and we, we feel it in the body. What a tremendous vehicle we have we can utilize for our forgiveness work. And we need to step into heart, don't we, Robert? You know, we can't forgive from a, an angry mind. We have to step into heart. Exactly. You know, I'm so glad we started with what we're saying is that we take a pause. We, we stop our, our activities. We just, we can do this consciously. We just like take a pause and we can breathe and we'll feel, we all carry wounds. We all have wounds. We all carry pain. And you're absolutely right. Both of you. I love this uh, way we're starting because if we are not able to first 
take a breath and identify our own wound, our own pain in the tune of that, then we can't really truthfully forgive others. And that wound usually is accompanied with different emotions. I'm angry at this person or that person for these horrible things that have happened. And we've all had a taste of suffering in different, different ways. That's just the uh, time we're in. So to stop and take a breath, use our awareness with wisdom. Use our awareness to look at that uh, emotion or to embrace the emotion that we're experiencing, accompanying the pain, accompanying those horrible memories or those bad memories. Yes. And that's where, that's where love is through the heart, mm. able to become bigger than anything that's ever happened to us, anything actually. Because it is based in the infinite. It's based in the supreme, um, they call it the Atma Mada. It's the unconditional love of our essence. Yeah, it's not something we have to learn to uh, receive or, or uh, earn. It's not something mm -hmm. that we achieve. It's something that is. And the isness is a product of our awareness, self awareness. And first, before we forgive, as you mentioned, it is to what is it there that's behind our breath? What is the essence of our emotional body, our minds? What's going on there? And usually we'll feel that memory or we'll, we'll remember that something or we'll feel the emotion of that. That is where we can use the breath and open our hearts and embrace that condition because love really does heal Yes. everything as we accept unconditional love is acceptance right so first we accept i'm feeling very angry i feel uh, terrible or whatever the emotion is that's our that's ours we have it in our emotional bodies in our subtle energies so regardless of that person that did the horrible thing to us it is now in us it's mm -hmm. us and we begin to project that in different ways usually unconsciously or subconsciously in our patterns and habits. We all know this. So we identify that, that part of our body or part of our emotional body or subtle body mm -hmm. that is calling out for love, calling out for, for unconditional love. Mm -hmm. In ourselves, it's the essence of our disconnect. And so that disconnect is usually um, accompanied with some emotion. And so the emotion begins a to offer a doorway into our pain, into our own inner worlds where we can allow the heart, which is always there present, to embrace, to hold like a mother with her child or a parent with her child. There's no agenda there. There's just the infant and the mother and there's love and nature does most of it from that point mm -hmm. on. That's how I would approach forgiveness and I think it's right along, aligned with what we both <laughs> We're, we're sharing before our on being on the air here and it's so beautiful oh. can we just waft in this <gasps> mm. Mm. i think we should don't you think sarah should we just oh, yeah. waft in we don't even have to say anything Maybe just inviting whatever forgiveness work is arising for our listeners in this moment. Mm 
Mm -hmm. The allowing. Yeah. Here's the space we can share this energy. Let the energy gain momentum here and just, if it's the self that's needing forgiveness or if it's someone else, but that you can bring that up in this safety space mm -hmm. that we've created here, this bubble of love. Like Robert says, it's all coming back to love. Trusting the feeling of it. You know, don't, don't do the thinking of it, the feeling of it, allowing mm. that love just to wrap itself around you. You know, it, it is your nurturer. It is your healer, your karma, as it strokes you and brings you back into a beautiful place of, of sanctuary. A wave of love just totally and utterly embracing your soul and your heart, setting you free, letting everything else go as it melts from you, just falls away from you as that liquid of love just penetrates every single soul, every cell of you. There is no thinking. There is just the feeling of love in all its light and all its truth and all its purity just wrapping itself from the inside out and around you. If there is assistance needed to carry onward with this exercise, you can put yourself in the fetus position, fetal positioning, so that you can amplify the love and forgiveness of all sentient beings. Forgive all those associated with you. Total, radical forgiveness. Do this just before you drop into sleep. Turn into the fetal position. Hear your heartbeat. like the mother wrapping round the child. There are angelic beings, beings of light wrapped round you who are helping you to forgive. Forgiveness is the gift to oneself. You are free. You are free beings. As you forgive, the body heals. The body heals itself. Any discord in the body is an indicator. There is a teaching that is coming forward and most of it requiring forgiveness. I love you. That was Othello, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Othello. She clearly was very passionate about this topic because she normally comes in later. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly wanted to have something to say about this. And, you know, it, that fetal position actually is, is something that we do do when we're feeling 
I don't know, is it, I won't say insecure, but there is something about that position, isn't it? You know, that you get into that and it's, it's I think it's wrapping yourself up within yourself and then allowing, you know, that, that stroke of a mother, you know, of, of that love. I kept seeing liquid gold throughout of this, just pouring over us, you know, and wrapping itself around us and through us of the, of just, just beautiful healing love. What did, um, what did you get out of this Robert book? I also saw the gold. I, I, interesting. On the higher or more complete, not higher, but more complete, more whole dimensions of our reality. There are frequencies of energy, and each frequency has a color associated with it. We've, we've heard the term the golden rule mm-hmm. and the golden aura. And, and the reason that those terms, I believe, which have been around a long, long time, is because the actual color associated with complete, unconditional love is gold. Mm. The shimmering, it's not exactly like the gold we see in our, with our rings and right, things. Right, it's but different. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's the closest we can come. I saw that gold just pour as Athena <sighs> was blessing us, and our essence is that love, and so we can access it uh, at any time. And yes. it is the healing, which what she, what she said there, the gold love is the golden frequency is a frequency of proper association with our wholeness, which mm. is optimal living, the health of each of our cells, right. the healing of our emotional bodies, our emotional mm. uh, impressions from the past. Mm-hmm. It's golden light. It's a golden bath. So, oh. I, I, so uh, I'm glad you brought that up, Sarah. I, <laughs> I'm quite happy to swim in that. And just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, bring it on. You know, it's yeah. it's like the heavens, and, and it's not like it's raining coming down in drops. Right. It's just like it's, it's just being poured and liquid around you, in and around you. And it's, but I think this is something that that is very important. Is that people often ask, but how or what am I seeing? What am I meant to understand? Because they think that. It's a mind thing, and really it isn't, is it? It's a heart and soul thing. Forgiveness has to come from the heart. It has to be a connection to the soul so that the mind can let it go and forgive. If we try and do it from thought, our thoughts will always interrupt and go, yes, but. Mm -hmm. But I think when we step into the heart and the soul, the spirit then, you know, becomes that beautiful liquid gold. And then that then appeases the mind of, yes, I can let it go. Absolutely. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Both of you carry this, and it's an incredible, awesome ability to language, to give language to these concepts, which, you know, we're talking in fifth dimensional terms here. So it it makes it especially uh, interesting when we find language that we put to it. I love the, the, the bath that we mentioned here is almost, I could see or feel like a cradling of the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Laying back, you know, laying back into that. So just, just even these visualizations, how powerful they can yeah. be in our forgiveness work, um, and and going there in the body. And as Sarah, you mentioned that that we go in the body, we go inside, mm-hmm. and begin there, because our ego is the shadow ego, will no doubt always have some kind of reason why we can't let it go. And it's mm-hmm. gonna, and those chains 
because they're that's harsh and and then it'll just you know repeat the cycle so if anyone you know my, my experience of forgiveness is you know like that two steps forward one step back it doesn't yes. necessarily <laughs> when when the ego is with that movement then yes it's going to look like that but when we start with the body we go in really inside and then we follow those cues and we're willing we're just willing doesn't have to be instant forgiveness, but just the willingness to feel that through the body, then I think that we can make a lot, a lot more, it can expand on its own without our, without our reliance on ego to take us there. Because we, we all know that that's, that's not the way, certainly the harder way, I think. Yeah. Well, the anger's always in the head. Anger does, cannot reside in the heart. Mm. You know, it, it can attack the heart and you feel broken heart or, you know, if you're bruised, but love is what the heart is about and anger doesn't belong there. So however much, however much it tries to bombard the heart, the heart is strong enough because it is love. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, the anger is in the emotional head. Mm -hmm. And if you go into heart and, and come from heart, you know, it will soothe the anger. It will nurture and love the anger. I've got another vision here of, you know, of the mother cradling the baby in that fetal position, you know, and just, just wrapping it in that beautiful you know, gold. Um, but then, of course, you know, Robert is a musician. You yourself are, are a singer, Christina. Is I can't describe it because I'm not a musician, but I'm hearing a beautiful soothing Music. tone, almost like soft bells you know ringing that they're not even ringing it's a chime you know just a chime of bells that is very very soothing because frequency of sound is such a beautiful way of of bringing us down from anger and stepping into that forgiveness i'm going to talk to the musician robert here <laughs> you know you're, you're yes uh if we are allowing the anger and we are we've identified our own pain We've identified and are open to this anger that is is placing itself within our reality. Mm. And we continue to allow that anger with love in a safe environment. We might have to cry. We might feel like crying. We might feel like screaming. The body can, can help release the energy. But one of the things that is so beautiful is that once the anger is completely accepted from the heart then the energy that was used to create that separation that contraction of of uh, like a knot mm -hmm. in a spring, that energy it takes a lot of energy to continue to be angry we all have that anger or most of us have that anger in our mm -hmm. subconscious somewhere once we can tap into that that energy then is transformed into love and gives us tremendous power for healing for for good it's for the good yeah. the, with a capital yeah. d Ooh. it's a beautiful process because the divine is everywhere there's not a place where unconditional love is absent it just mm -hmm. has that ability to activate itself in these dark places and once active the darkness then becomes a tremendous power for for loving and for healing and for transformation just hit on some music there though on the tones of it because you know as we've seen the color how wonderful it can be we can image you know the that fetal loving position of being held in the arms you know of love but the sounds i mean for me at the present moment as i said it's soft chimes of a bell yeah. but you know what would be for you guys 
of I mean because you're you're a singer so I'm, I'm sure it's song that comes from you Christina but you're a saxophonist um, Robert you know what what would be the music that for you would be so he- soothing to your heart and soul that would you know set you on the right frequency of forgiveness I, I can speak to that for, for one, and then Robert, I'd love to hear, or, or just, you know, through transference, we can, kind of, we can share psychically these, these uh, tones. I hear in the present moment the dolphin channelings. The dolphin sounds with the clicks and the quality of the, you know, and the, you know, and, and these sounds are, I mean, they're cosmically, Mm-hmm. Uh, drenched sonic. in light, yeah, and there's sonic exactly. It's, it's really hard to put words to this again, but there, there's something when we hear them that for me, it, I, I hear these tones. It really ignites. It moves through the body, and it ignites like a, a blue energy for me. I see water. I, I then feel like I'm, I'm part of their sounds, and the, mm-hmm. those sounds are so healing for me, particularly as it relates to the forgiveness work. When, you, when we observe dolphins and we see them in their natural habitat, what they do, how they engage, they play, they make these sounds, and, and they really, they, they don't hold, of course, they, they don't hold these things in the body the way that humans do, but the, yeah. the anger points that you're mentioning, just in those few moments, I started to hear the sounds of dolphin, the tonality of dolphin sounds. So I recommend a lot of times Othella talks about our dolphin teachers and how beneficial it can be to hear their voice, to hear their sounds. So a lot of times I'll just go on YouTube, I'll just download these sounds, hear them, you know, and hear them throughout the day. So particularly if you're, if you're in that, as Robert said, contracted state, yeah. if you're really locked in, that these can really break away these parts or open, open up so that you have a new dialogue with the self. You can feel in that safe sanctuary nurtured through these beautiful creatures but roberts please share with me what how how do you hear the sounds tonality or is this is there a musical quality to this conversation for you yeah there there's a musical quality to life itself there's a musical quality mm-hmm. and and i love Some good that. vibrations gotta get oh yes <laughs> but you know since you brought up the dolphins um I've had the, the great fortune of swimming, swimming with the, the dolphins in Keala Kakua Bay in Kona, mm. Hawaii. They're wild dolphins, mm. they're spiders. And one of the things that I really experienced at a very, very fundamental and deeply loving level is that the dolphins are here um, with a higher conscious message or or answers to some of the deep problems that the earth uh, is faced with. And I'm including very real problems like water pollution and air pollution and things like that. Now, what do I mean by that? The dolphins, uh, we are, are like uh, conduits for information that is for the blossoming part that is happening on the planet as mother earth and through and as each of ourselves, each yeah. human being and other beings as well. When I was there swimming with the dolphins, of course, those, those clicking sounds that are so delightful and just, just you know, blasting with love and playful and innocence. 
And then when I kept swimming, literally a, a one, one uh, morning, I just kept following them way, way out. Oof. And uh, my eyes were closed and I just kept hearing their instructions. And uh, one of the things, and this was in the mid nineties that they emphasized was that they are here to help us and we are here with hope and even with practical solutions for these problems. And somewhere at some place, and it might not be me or you, but somebody's gonna wake up and they'll have this idea of maybe a new enzyme or a new bacteria mm. that can help with water pollution. These are, are um, conduits, the dolphins are conduits yes. for epiphanies, mm -hmm. for solutions to, to global issues. And, yes. and although some people might think that's metaphysical, we can remind ourselves that consciousness in and of itself is metaphysical. Consciousness yeah. doesn't have a scientific boundary to it. Mm -hmm. And the ability for information to transfer from one state of consciousness to another from one being to another is is our own experience is it, it's an empirical truth so back to the dolphins if anyone has the great fortune of actually going to some place where there's wild dolphins um if you have that ability offer them love offer them conscious love really say we are here in your land this is your land this is these are your oceans and we are so grateful to share this this habitat with you and they'll respond and then the other thing that i wanted to share is that we are water we are water our bodies are water the this is the water planet and so it would make sense that there are beings that are living in the water we all know that dolphins cannot breathe underwater you know they are living in the water they found a way to have amazing lives in water and yet they breathe the air that we breathe yes. um, water is now going through a transformation as well because we talked about transferring information mm. our essences with our hearts open can receive healing and epiphanies and information through the water of our bodies. And so if we are drinking good water, we all know that if we get dehydrated, we can't think that clearly. If we really don't have water, you know, uh, then we're struggling for our lives. If we, on the other hand, are able to drink lively water or water that's that is, um, been um, revitalized or natural spring water, something like that, mm -hmm. we're actually able to hear our souls speak. We, we are able to hear our higher selves, our more whole avenues of perception into our own um, nervous systems and come up with inspirations for all kinds of things, not only uh, solutions to problems, but as important as the solutions to these global issues, as important as that, and I, this is, is coming to me very strongly, it's as important as to dance and to sing and to celebrate our bodies, celebrate this environment where we can dance and sing and enjoy life. Because that, even if you're alone in the shower or out somewhere, that radiates, that sends out a signal, that sends out love, and it really 
is able to help this blossoming that is currently happening from moment to moment and this awakening that's in process. So don't for a second think that just because you're singing by yourself, right. you know, it doesn't, it, it's just yourself. This is something that is um, a collective celebration that we can sing, enjoy, enjoy and, and dance in joy. And it actually adds to those scientists that are going to think of the what the right bacteria to clean the oil in the oceans and yeah, all yeah. these other issues it's going to be a celebratory higher conscious transformation it's, it's not going to be a um an effort driven a desperate um plea or a fear-based struggle to try to solve problems just the opposite opposite that's the nature of this time and it's so beautiful that we're talking about Forgiveness, because forgiveness is, will be the product of those dances mm -hmm. and songs. Yeah, we'll, yes. we'll, after a good um, experience of our own rhythms and songs and sounds and whether we play an instrument or not, after we have a good experience of that, we'll see that forgiveness is effortless. Yep. And more effortless. Yes. It's part yep. of our whole awakening, part of our own healing. Yes. Mm. I'm, I'm going to finish off on one thing before I take us into another, but you know, the, mm. as I said, the bells that many years ago, the bells of China came here to, to Vancouver, BC, and they found um, when they had dug them up that there were tones in there that they never knew existed. And the reason I think I'm hearing the, the bells is that they could just hit one note and the resonance and the ripple effect mm. of how it expanded out was just so enveloping. You know, and this is why for me right now, it is the bell chimes and, and it is how it just as it, as it reaches out into that consciousness and expands it into it, it sets people onto that same tone, that same frequency. And it is one of such beautiful love resonance. And I think that's what we need to do, isn't it? Is find what tone, what mutual dimension, what something that speaks to you, that elevates you into that resonance of love that expands out. We don't want to bing and it's a high pitch. We want something that will like the breath expand out our consciousness because then in that openness as this show is called channeling ascensions we start then channeling those possibilities those innovations those answers we cannot in the restricted position but when we open up and into those channels and our chakras are in alignment mm -hmm. and we've opened up into that frequency all the things that we see today and go where did they get that from it's because they allowed, like yourself, with the journey you've taken, Robert, with the, with the 108 water, with the, with the heart app of the heart book. You went on a journey of exploration, but in breath and expansion, you allowed that channeling to come down to direct you to your purpose and what you were meant to understand, as Christina has with Othella. Mm -hmm. um, the journey she had before, where she is now, is because she stepped into that channeling, that allowing, and tapped into that beautiful frequency that allowed her open up like a flower, receive, mm -hmm. and and then bring it down to the rest of the people. So it's it's about this, isn't it? Yeah. It's about expanding out. You know, expansion. that's what love is. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. And Robert and Sarah, I think what we're all pointing at too, is as we're energy beings, mm -hmm. we are, we are. 
So if we, we, we even, consciousness becomes aware of consciousness. Mm. Yes, yes, y yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's quite simple really, isn't it? Is as you awaken and you become more aware, you're aware of, you know, more consciousness. And, yeah. um, but then it's how do we get there? And you can't get to that consciousness and into that message that the dolphins want us to know or the messages that you know the universe wants us to know if we're wrapped up in this unforgivable presence because unforgivable presence is closing you down it's not open you up and so and everything happens for a reason even if somebody's done you wrong or has hurt you the we again we do not condone the act but if we do not forgive and i've done many shows on this of people who have lost the four of their family members and had to forgive uh, because if they didn't it would eat them up and they spoke god's word and they said god you know i can't talk about forgiveness and not and not practice it and not do it that doesn't mean that I'm letting go of the pain. It doesn't mean I'm dishonoring anybody that's been wrongfully hurt. It doesn't mean that I'm condoning the action. It just means I'm letting it go. Beautiful. Yes. We're, we're taking it out of the, ourselves, the self, mm -hmm. and, uh, which doesn't have anything vested. Yeah. The, I mean, the true self, not the ego, but the true self doesn't have anything vested in the, you know, the qualms and quibbles of, you know, that we hold in our bodies. Yeah. It's like, doesn't have anything, anything uh, to do with that. So it's really, we're talking again about when, when these prongs of pain come up, th that that's ego separation, shadow, whatever you want to call that, that is, is mainly in the head and that gets trapped up in the body. And as you said, Sarah, so perfectly, it only hurts ourselves. We, we keep it. Robert, yes. you mentioned that earlier. We keep the material, the content, and it gets like fingerprinted on us until we're willing to go there and, you know, and, and uh, you know, everyone has their story, right, where we, we, we have this, this really giant, I think a lot of us do, we have the one, the one or two big, okay, I've got to forgive this. And it's, it seems just so huge because mm -hmm. of the story. It's really, I promise you though, everyone listening in, I mean, we can all, we can all tell our story, but it is a story. It is just a story. It's not the self. It's not who we are. That, that is guaranteed by source and universe. It's like the story is not, we don't have to identify, our identity doesn't have to be laying in that, saturating in that. And I believe our show today will be such, such wafting for people. Even now as I sit here, I know we, but we all feel this, but if you brought something up to the table to, to release in forgiveness and your forgiveness work, you'll feel an expansion coming right now through this show, just hearing it. So listen to it again and again, you know, and keep this, keep this up as we expand. And as the dolphins show us, then it's effortless. You yeah. know, these, these are just, we're ascending beings. So it, it will become an effortless process as we practice through this energy, this release. But that doesn't, it doesn't, of course, it doesn't condone what others are doing. I mean, there's a very big line, very big difference between accepting, saying that this is acceptable 
behavior, right? Um, or I've heard people call it apathy, or I'm just going to bury my head in the sand, or, mm-hmm. um, or I just accept, you know, I'm going to let someone walk all over me. That's, th- that's very different yeah. uh, than, than loving the self enough to explore, be willing to explore this, this forgiveness work, and then to release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that, those are two very different things. I like that you pointed that out, Sarah. That's important to note. Yes. It's actually a, a quite a remarkable practice as we do our daily um, forgiveness work or our remembering who we are with through our hearts and mm-hmm. have that experience of, of love or um, presence. And then, for instance, I have a, a daughter who's 12 years old, so I'm, I'm the I'm very protective, you know, and I'm very, I've got my radar out all the time to protect her. And she goes to school and at one point there was, um, she was being bullied. And, uh, you know, there, there was, you know, it was just wrong action. And I went to the school and, um, you know, so my first reaction was just to, to protect her. Mm. And so I wasn't angry because I had, had been around this topic enough to know that if I began to direct anger at whoever was the bully, that it would just perpetuate the, the wound. But it didn't mean that I allowed bullying, mm-hmm. allowed, yes. you know, rocks being thrown. But I approached that whole situation with my heart very open, but also very, very clear that there's a boundary mm. that has to be recognized with our own self-healing so like i mentioned before sometimes we do need to scream and yell if we're in a place where nobody else can get hurt because of our screaming and yelling then releasing we we release right Mm -hmm. so here was a child also 12 years old that you know who knows what who knows why he's angry who knows why he wanted to act out Mm -hmm. he needs that's another call for love it doesn't mean that i allow rocks to be thrown but when I approached this boy, I was actually able to hug him and tell him that mm. he is loved, that I forgive him, but he should not throw rocks. He should not bully. Yeah. And I love you and you are forgiven. And he looked at me and started crying. It was a very I I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. That's, wow. that's all of us have that ability. It takes practice. And I said practice and that, cause I'm speaking for myself. Mm. Um, uh, we, I have all kinds of stories I can, I can remember and I can feel how my body contracts. Um, one of the things I want to add is that this is part of the, in a, in a, in a holistic sense, not that suffering is required or was was part of the plan, but in a holistic sense, all things are leading back towards this amazing earth we live on with our amazing bodies, with the miraculous potential we have to enjoy life, to mm-hmm. celebrate with each other. Pure consciousness, even in and of itself, is alone. It is lonely, mm-hmm. pure consciousness. Mm-hmm. It takes ourselves, our individual consciousness, mm-hmm. for that pure consciousness to become conscious. Yeah. To give it is, a note. To give it its note. To give yeah. it a note. Mm-hmm. In contrast, there is a dualism there. There is a mm-hmm. rhythm. There is a time mm-hmm. element that is given to us mm-hmm. to enjoy, to celebrate, to 
explore boundaries, to explore our past in a sense that we are allowing this nothingness, this, uh, this backdrop of infinity to have finite experiences. And this is a precious, precious gift. The, um, the potential of this planet is unfathomable to most of our imaginations, but it is there and we can sense it from time to time. This very program that we're having is a, is a uh, symptom of where we're all at. We're all looking to come together with each other and love each other and allow ourselves to forgive ourselves and each other and then to sing and dance and enjoy the moment. And then if, if we are so inspired, come up with scientific solutions or other ways to solve these problems. Most importantly, this is a planet of huge, huge possibility and potential. Oh, yeah. and our incarnation is mm -hmm. a really precious gift. And so the, the masters among us, the, the human masters and yeah. the dolphin masters and the other ones that are here are very excited for these moments that we live because we're approaching the dawn, the, we're approaching the new day. Yeah. And, and uh, forgiveness and love, rhythm, music, singing, dancing, all of these things are the expressions of this inherent fluidity, fluidity. Mm -hmm. freedom mm -hmm. and fluidity, yes. Mm -hmm. Like and you want to move and sway yeah. and start to swirl. But it's, funny, it's letting the spirit <laughs> move, that's the point, is that, you know, because uh, we, we're in this human vessel and this vessel is limited into exactly what it can do mm. and you know we can push it and we've pushed it beyond boundaries and we make discoveries of what it can do but without its conscious spirit without its soul wisdom without its heart connection we are the ones that limit it to expand beyond the vessel yeah. and i think when we actually understand this vessel is purely that when we allow ourselves to go beyond those possibilities and i'm a, a seer you know i go and dance in other dimensions and other universes and i see everything that is possible mm. and i believe that we as human beings can make it possible will we have some little limitations with our bodies yes but that is we've got to understand there's the other parallel life which is our dimensional selves yes you know and we need to get out and dance in that dimensional self into that wonderment of the universe anybody that's traveled up into the universe that's gone up in there and mm -hmm. felt it you understand it is limitless there are no boundaries there are no restrictions the only code is is that of loving creation mm -hmm. that creative love it is all about that truth it doesn't know hate you know, it doesn't know right and wrong. It just works beautifully on this loving vibration of constant creation. Yeah. And as human beings, we are incredible at creating and discovering and listening to new ways of doing things. Oh. And it's, I interview them, right? You know, um, people on the Eco Solutions, which I had you on, Robert, you, just with what you're doing with the, with the 108 water or what you're doing with, with the, the app for the phone, what you're doing with the, the heart book the creativity and the wonderment of where we can go and who we are is within us as long as we reach out to the universe and allow it to show us how yes yes then forgiveness is not needed because <laughs> we're actually in consciousness <laughs> wow 
Wow. Again, I mean, I'm wowed because we have these, isn't it fun to truncate these concepts into little statements, the little, mm -hmm. the little nuggets of light? Because you just, you just did that. And we've done that throughout the show, mm -hmm. what you said about then it's not needed yeah. so much as, as uh, it's, it's just a byproduct of us, us coming back to our consciousness, our, our oneness and our awareness. Yeah, the, the need to forgive is, is mm -hmm. not there because you understand. All it is is then a need to love, as you said, Robert. It's to let them know that the action is wrong, but you understand why the action yes. was there. And mm -hmm. your response wasn't to reprimand, but was to love, yeah. right? So if we actually show the love, mm -hmm. th that in itself is the forgiveness. Yes. But it also stops their need to be an, another need to have to forgive again because that child now knows love is the answer. Yeah. It's really simple, isn't it? It's quite a corny, but love is the answer. <laughs> when we step into heart and into love, we, yes. we open up so much more to what is <laughs> and what can be, you know? Yes. Unlimited. <laughs> Absolutely. So we've forgiven. And I think actually very often it's easier to forgive someone else before we forgive ourselves. Because the trend is this. Well, I forgive you. You do not know what you did. Or you do not know what you do. But then I allowed you to do it to me. So what's wrong with me that I allowed it? And then you've got to go for all that forgiveness. So which does come first? The self-forgiveness, the forgiveness of someone else, or is it something that we need to do at the same time and just realize, let's just love. Let's just love. We can be angry. We can be mad at the moment. Spend the emotion. And then, but come back to love. And then we don't get caught up in this having to forgive and this turmoil of, of, uh, of pain. Because... To be in an unforgivable state is to be in a state of pain. Pain body comes up. Pain body comes up. That'll bring you to your knees. I think that we talked about this on the last show, Sarah. Talk about coming to your knees. Yeah. You know, and, and then, then leaving us begging for which is the way out. You know, how do I get out of the, you know, wanting to get out of that, yeah. that grip. Yeah. Whereas there is a higher way and, and we are the way. So the, the, the language again, it just seems so poetic, right? But it's, and, or corny, we could call it. But yeah. it's so true. It's yeah. just the return to self, the return to love, particularly when the pain body rears its ugly head in the body and you're feeling it. And it can be particularly triggering when, when we're in these moments and these triggered moments. So perhaps creating the boundary while you're doing your forgiveness work, having the, the appropriate boundaries so that, and finding that, like Robert was saying, appropriate space. I know there are certain seminars you can go to, you can grab baseball bat, you know, and, and pillows and there's all this, you know, so that we can express. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that you're not, uh, it's not the pain body can be released. You know, mm -hmm. it sounds almost like exercising demons a, a bit. <laughs> In a sense, it is. Isn't in a it? sense, it is. It's like because if you, you know, forgiveness and blame are in the same category. Mm. You know, if if you're blaming someone, or you're just finding an, a, a reason not to forgive them. So, you know, and then who are we to blame? Are we the judge and jewelry, a jury? You know, what we're looking at is that dominant. It's a horrible spiral 
a horrible spiral. But you know, if you spend the emotion and go, you know, I'm angry at this moment, spend the emotion, get it out of you. Now step into that place of love. Is that harder to do? The first time, maybe. But then you realize how awesome it is, how impactful it is. The second time will be a lot easier. But everything we do for the first time is a a lot harder because it's new to us. But Mm. boy, the reaction that you get it is then becomes the drug of choice. I'm going to love everybody. <laughs> you got that right. Yes. Yeah. So Robert, do you see that? I mean, does that child give your daughter any problems now? Have you seen a difference in that child? Have you there's been a, able to follow up? Absolutely. There's a big difference. And I, and I forgot to tell you, the first thing I did was to actually go to my daughter first. I'm the father. Yeah. Mm. and make sure that she felt that um, she was heard for being hurt. She was hurt. Mm. And, mm. and uh, in a sense, in that small little space of time, she was the victim of, you know, somebody else's pain. So I didn't go right to the boy. So in right. a sense, this is an analogy for all of our internal demons, you could say, or our, our internal bullies who are, and then the parts of ourselves who, who feel victims. So we feel both. If, we, if we're able to open wide enough, we'll see our shadow sides and we'll see those, we'll see those parts that like the, the 12-year-old who at, in its essence, he doesn't want to hurt anybody because mm-hmm. that's not, that's not uh, a natural living. Mm. Um, so what is unnatural is there's been pain and suffering that has not been loved. There's yeah. been pain and suffering that hasn't been acknowledged and held to the point where that energy can be constructively expressed. Yes. And maybe the next time he's playing basketball or he's whatever, if he, if he gets that feeling again, he'll, he'll know that, okay, the boundary's been set. I remember mm. that experience, you know, yeah. in March with Mr. Williams. And, <laughs> but that energy's there. So then, then what do we do? It's also where dancing and singing and anything physical can help us move through yes. pain and move through um, regret and, and uh, anger and all the rest of it. One of the ultimate things for people who are in pain and I say this with deep, deep compassion and empathy because I was there where you can't figure out why on earth there's so yeah. much pain. And you see it in others, but then you see it in yourself and you can't, it, yeah. there's just no way out. And in those moments, I can only say by have, having gone through that is, is you, if you can find a place to surrender Mm-hmm. the the effort to try to get out of the pain this is mm-hmm. i say this with deep compassion and empathy because if we can get out of pain by doing something then yes we need to do that we need to do the best we can pain is not our natural condition but if there is nothing else we can do and we find ourselves just overwhelmed find you can even pull your attention to your heart area and allow the effort to resist the or allow the resistance to um, be itself without anything from our end it'll start to spin around let me see if i'm articulating this correctly so 
if we allow our resistance, if we allow that which is painful through unconditional love, it actually opens a channel for a transformational uh, potential at first and a transformational inevitable event. It is the surrendering of resistance, surrendering of the battle, surrendering of the anger, surrendering of of the despair into this mystery, into the, the holy mystery of the moment, because ultimately we can't, con- we can't understand it with our minds and our minds try so hard. Yeah. And our minds can serve us to a great degree. We remember, oh, I need to take vitamin C, I need to exercise, whatever. Those are mental things that are very valuable, but some of us might find that dark night of the soul. And as, um, as we allow ourselves to be taken by that experience, it will set up a transformational dynamic that later on, or maybe even immediately, healing will occur or epiphanies or transformation that we really can't talk about because it yeah. is only then glowing in our auras afterwards. It is right. glowing in our hearts and as we live on the rest of our lives. I just wanted to share that because I know viewers that are probably wondering how, how are they going to get out of their pain? How are they going to end the suffering? Oh, yeah. We're all in this together. We're all in this together. Yes. The the anguish, you know, I think it's, you know, the cosmic two by four that comes along with where you just feel you can't take any more. You're at the end. And it's like something has to break. And is it, is it me or is it the situation? And I know, Christina, you certainly found yourself in that where literally it was your voice, a fella's voice oh. needing to come out in you that was your transformation, that was your redirect. Yes. But I, I think it's almost a human condition sometimes for us to get to that point mm. in such anguishing pain that is so crippling that you feel that there is no way you're going to release yourself from this log and it's only when (sighs) let go take the breath relinquish resistance is futile and allow allow surrender to allowing then it's suddenly as you said that epiphany that moment that something happens and you don't need to articulate it you just need to sense it to feel it and you were there, Christina. Uh, yes. And I, you know, I don't know if anyone can see, I'm kind of touching the body here because if we're, if we're in postures, sometimes we have different postures that we'll assume just in the moment. But if you have to grab on to a part of the body as you do this process, then do, you know, if, if whatever needs to happen in those moments, I think we're talking about an alchemy, like walk yeah. through the fire. There mm. is no way. I mean, really, it's true. We're going yes. through. Yeah. And so then I would just encourage, I would, Robert, beautiful, beautiful. I, ca- I can't even say, words don't even say this energy though, this energy field that we've opened up here and what you've shared and Sarah, you as well. I would just add to that and just say that don't exit the body at, no. at this point, yes. at that critical point. It's just important. see if you can wait, if you can lean in and then take, take the breath at least come back to the breath because that's very simple. Sometimes if we step out of the now, 
because of the content, the material we're working with is so painful. Like we're talking about the anguish and every, you just, you're up to your eyeballs in it. And it just seems as though exiting the body seems to be the right choice. But it's really coming back to the breath. And then you can keep it, keep it really simple. It can just be now time. I mean, there is only one time anyway. Right. So it's now coming back to the now and stay in the now through this journey and then as Robert was pointing out, it's walking through the fire. It's, there's, there can be instant transformation, mm-hmm. instant alchemy, if we're willing to absolutely surrender. It's the birth. Whew, you know, anybody it's birth. Actually, you know, everybody <laughs> that has actually physically given birth, the actual excruciating pain as you're going through in that labor at that moment when that baby is coming out, you know, it is extremely painful. And you kind of think, I can't do this anymore. And it's, yes, you can. One more uh, breath. One more breath. And like one no. breath at a time. And then, yes. And then <laughs> comes that baby. And that cry and that, that miracle that there is in front of you. What pain? <laughs> I don't remember uh, the pain. All I can see is the joy. So at times like that, we've got to understand that that excruciating pain is our labor and giving birth to our new souls, our new selves. And we can look at ourselves in wonderment at our new possibilities, our new birth, our new consciousness there, and embrace and nurture that new child that we've birthed within ourselves and bring it up in the way that we want to with that love and nurture and and do it a different way this time, through the consciousness, through the love. Do you remember giving birth, Robert? <laughs> I mean, it's different for a guy. I mean, we could put the analogy with the, you know, actually physically birthing a child and then women will get it. But for a guy, you know, it's, uh, you know, what is that? That same kind of parallel sensation for a guy, you know, where that extreme pain and then into the birthing of a new self. Yeah, it is. It's certainly different. I do remember uh, the birth of, of my, of, of my own re reconditioning or my mm-hmm. dying and with my heart dying stopped and, and my breath stopped and and then coming back mm-hmm. and so that is the best i can compare because <laughs> i haven't had it you know i'm a, <laughs> so, but i was there with my with my daughter being born um there is a analogy there that i think is important uh, and also, I want to add that where we're going, where humanity is headed, where the earth is headed, is out of, a, um, out of the age of suffering, out of the age of contracted um, fear. Yeah. And so we are not there yet. There's suffering everywhere. There's a lot of cruelty happening. We, we want to um, keep in, our, in, the, in the secret... Um, crevices of our heart, that um, place that we can feel really heaven on earth, in our our families, in our communities, as a a reality that is without suffering, is actually part of the destiny of humans and planet earth. And we are participating with that transition from the caterpillar to the butterfly. And there's mm. all these different ways mm. that have shown us that complete, complete change mm-hmm. can happen within the same stream of, of life force. So in this life force 
the destiny of being a human, along with the animals and along with the other mm. sentient beings and all the um, elements of the periodic chart, we're all going through this together. And this blossoming is painful now because we're in this part of the transition. <laughs> and the birth will happen and the, and the, you could say the outcome is something that we've always secretly believed in, which is yeah. a life without suffering and pain. It's right. there. So we are participants in this. We're all midwives to this, uh, to this birthing process. We're all in this together, literally. We're all creation, too. You know, um, the universe only knows you know, when something dies, it's something is recreated. And we're all creators. And, you know, I think what we're seeing with the social movement right now is where people are standing up, you know, you're not with pitchforks or in arms, you know, fighting against the injustices. They're saying we're just not going to take this anymore. We want humanity to stand with each other, you know, no matter what race, color, religion or anything else, the planet and everything else is that we're just not going to take the violence against one another, the hate against one another, the anger against one another anymore, that we seek harmony. And we understand that in order to bring that harmony about, we have to be the harmony. We are the solution. When we become a solution in our own lives and we resonate on that beautiful vibration and that frequency, we elevate. And in that elevation, we invite other people to rise with us, mm. rising up to that beautiful fifth dimension in that harmonic music mm. and, and harmonic um, love vibration that is mm. out there. Like you have on your phone app, that love vibration that resonates out. All of this is extremely achievable and feasible. Mm. We have to not just listen from our minds, but listen from our souls and our hearts and then our minds will understand what it is that is truly out there. And take away the word limited, because we are not limited. We limit ourselves in fear. We limit ourselves in hate and anger and unforgiveness. We limit ourselves when we take away those limitations and allow that expansion. It is wondrous what we don't know and what we're ready to discover. Hmm. Beautiful beautifully said i so enjoyed the flow of this and the laying back and pooling mm. in this golden light i've so enjoyed the musical explorations and all of the beautiful parts of this journey that we've taken today so i want to say thank you thank you to both of you thank you christina thank you sarah no, but just always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Um, so, Robert, we've got to go to do the due diligence now of everybody's got to say how everybody can find them and join our good vibrations. Christina oh. and I are here every week with Channeling Ascensions. But um, So, Robert, let everybody know, because I want them to go back and listen to the other shows about the 108 Water and about the, the Heart app and the Heart book. Would you let everybody know how they can find you and be a part of that as well? Sure, loveisthepower.com loveisthepower.com has the book and the app and other things there um i think everything is being channeled through that uh, being directed to that main website so i think that's there's other websites that are connected to that but loveisthepower.com and love is the power. <laughs> it is. Say, that's great. That is so Back to the to point. Simplicity. <laughs> we're so excited to get that website. We're just like nobody. Oh my gosh, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yes, we got it. We got it. That. Oh, that was a great way to seize that. <laughs> yes, simplicity indeed. at its 
finest. Uh, and poignant, yes. Love is the power, folks. <laughs> Marcelixen.com. Oh, yeah. And uh, how can they find Christina and Othella? You can find us at Othella.org. Athella.org, which is spelled A-T-H-E-L-L-A.org. And we are a philanthropic organization donating to causes in Africa, also to dolphin and whale conservation with every uh, single session or retreat where we're making donations for beautiful water, accessibility of water, building water wells, and all these other projects that we're seeing just coming you up. You've got to talk. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. And at our retreats, you know, speaking of dolphins, if you want to swim with a wild dolphin, please come to our retreats. They are the rebirth process put into this wild, unmapped, uh, off the map, off the grid, beautiful sanctuary that we have here in the Yucatan Peninsula. And we take the kayaks out and we visit our dolphin teachers and we have these beautiful bottlenose dolphins that we can swim and interact with uh, safely from a distance. Yeah, but uh, if you want to stick around, they usually interact with, with us humans. And you can also, you can find all of our information on our website. Um, you can find about what we've learned from Athela about water. We've been to Antarctica. We've, we've, she's provided information about some of the science of the layers of the ice on this planet. What is within the water that we are water beings, that we can put our affirmations, tape them to our water glass, start drinking them. I mean, all these beautiful things. So find us at athella.org. There's a lot of free material there. And anyone, anyone who, who feels like they've resonated with this show, we also do, as Sarah pointed out, weekly shows with uh, selfdiscoveryradio.com with Channeling Ascensions. And this is, this is just glorious. I love today's show. I think it, it will really benefit so many listeners for their forgiveness, you know, their forgiveness journey, their opening to yeah. forgiveness. Yeah, and how awesome it is. And, and uh, yeah. you can find Robert's shows here at selfdiscoveryradio.com. Just put in Robert O. Williams and all the shows that he's done with me will be up there. Please go and listen to them. So cool. uh, each one of them carries a, a different subject. Um, you will be mind blown with what he's achieved and what he's done and his journey. His mm. music show as well, Stories on Brian mm. uh, from the Beach Boys. And, uh, and of course, you know, today's show will be up there as well. And, you know, there are people in the world who are out there are making a difference. And this is what we celebrate here in Self-Discovery Radio. And we've also done a beautiful show on dolphins. Yes. Um, so please come and listen to that show. You, you've got us now on YouTube as well as here on SoundCloud and Google Play because mm -hmm. we aim to please. And uh, don't forget this blog written here on everybody as well. So mm -hmm. it's please share. Get talking about it. This is what that consciousness is about. It's not about keeping it to yourself. It's about sharing, conversing about the consciousness that's raising our good vibrations and yes. setting up us in this beautiful fluidity flow that is us. So please do share the shows. And uh, it's been a delight to have uh, both back on again. Um, and uh, Christina and I will be back next week. Uh, we have actually the actor Cliff Simon next week, which is going to be really fun. And, uh, you know, it's, there are people doing wonderful things and I love it. We get to do the shows with them here. I'm so <laughs> I have to add one more thing, Sarah and, and, and Robert, thank you so much for reminding me. Sarah, you just reminded me when you mentioned Cliff, um, we are, Othella, myself, our team, we're being featured in a film that's released in August. It's called Tuning In Angels and Aliens. It features a celebrity, although I'm not 
allowed to say who yet, but, and five of the top world's most prominent prolific channelers. This film is a sequel to the first one. You can find tuning in on Gaia TV. And this film is also, it's all about raising the global consciousness mm -hmm. and raising it up. We're ascending now into the female. Yes. And as these changes occur, we need, we, we need this material so humans can see it. We can integrate it into our bodies. And so I'll, I'll be, we'll be talking more about that in future shows, but I just wanted to point that out too. That's up on the horizon. Yes. And we're so excited well, these, about these that. These shows are what we call the fifth dimensional show because they are for the people that are already receiving and have awoken and have already stepped into that consciousness mm -hmm. and just really just wanting to know how to spread their wings and celebrate those wings. Because mm -hmm. um, when, when you're here, when you're in this vibration, when you're in this beautiful conscious presence, the, the art of forgiveness comes so much easier mm -hmm. because we don't lay blame. And where there is no blame, they, they can, there is nothing to forgive. Mm -hmm. There is something that you can speak to, but it's not a question of having to forgive because you just let it go. You understand. And that understanding is something that really is your breath. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is that it's not so big in the, in the scheme of things. It can be addressed, but with love. And if we do everything from that heart, we do everything from that love in that beautiful flow and, and transcendence of life, then we truly actually understand what we're here for. So, mm. and yet again, a lovely show. You know, going to be back on again, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all, always a delight to have you on. We've had such diverse shows as well, on, you know, so many different topics. That's why anybody can listen to every single one of them and they'll find a different version of Robert, who is wonderful, beautiful, that makes him up and that lovely layers, which is come and explore. And of course, check out Channeling Essentials and all our past shows. We're on YouTube. Uh, you've got all of our shows there, even when they're audio, they're put up there now. And yeah. just come and see what we have there and what's still to come because. Uh, uh, we're here to help you with your wings, right? Yes. The Fun and, and dancing. Yes. <laughs> yes. And dancing and singing. <laughs> yes. And life is a song. Everything I, is music oh, to our heart and to our souls. Right? Really, well said. Well said. Thank you both again. And just love and light to all of you, to all of you listening. Take that love and light out, out into the world and into your hearts. Thank you so much. Gratitude. Thank you, everyone. Until next time, folks. Bye for now. Bye for now. For more wonderful shows like this, please go to selfdiscoveryradio.com, podcast, and see our lineup. And if you wish to support us, we have a funded button. Please stay tuned for our next show.